Good morning and welcome to episode 27 of the Elevated Life Podcast. I am Noel Cuero and we're going to continue talking about the Law of Attraction today. Uh, again, this topic, it really has a lot to do with healing of any kind, whether it's spiritual, emotional, or physical. Any type of healing really has a lot to do with the Law of Attraction because all healing relies on our beliefs and our thinking patterns and our habits. So the law of attraction is a premise by which I really believe if most people live, most if not all people live their lives based on the law of attraction principles, I believe this world would be a happier place, a more peaceful place. People would feel better. They would be less angry, less resentful, less hostile, less, you know, feeling like less of a victim uh, and because if you realize how to practice these principles and you realize how to go about instilling this way of thinking into your daily life your whole life changes and every aspect of your life totally changes as a result so I'm going to continue talking about the law of attraction these are the beginning principles I urge you to listen to the previous episodes that we've already recorded on the law of, of attraction uh, and uh, start there uh, because they're kind of going in order and building on e on each previous episode uh, so without recapping everything I've gone through already I'm going to just continue and I'm going to keep continuing about how our life today is basically a direct result of what we have thought before. Past thoughts, present thoughts, and future thoughts will all have a direct impact on our life. So basically the direction and quality of your life is very dependent on what you're thinking right now in this very moment. Just think that, I, I often say this to clients, is if what you are thinking right now were going to directly impact what happens to you tomorrow, would you be more careful about your thoughts? If you knew that every single thought you were having today would result in those things happening tomorrow, would you choose your thoughts more carefully? It's a very profound question and also yet very simple question. And, and if you really think about it, it, it just, it makes you be more conscientious of your thoughts just by just by imagining everything I'm thinking today, if every thought I have today could directly result in a manifested action or thing tomorrow, would I choose my thoughts more carefully? See, typically we focus on present thoughts because we can modify many coordinates of our life by focusing on present thoughts. We remember past thoughts so that we can possibly correct misshapen coordinates in the present. So we, we will think about past events and we remember past thoughts, but we do that in order to usually correct what we've already done so that we don't do it again necessarily. Our past thoughts are not washed away by years or decades, really. These, these thoughts actually stay with us 
in the form of the outcomes that we've already attracted when we created and focused on those thoughts. So I'll say that again, because this is really fascinating and very, very true. So our past thoughts are not washed away by years or even decades. Our past thoughts are actually staying with us all the time in the form of outcomes that have been attracted to us when we've created and focused on those thoughts. So let's talk about what are the different types of thoughts that we have because there are different types of thoughts. Because many people would be wondering, well, if every time I worried about cancer, I don't have cancer, or if every time I worried about, you know, getting in a car accident, it happened, but it doesn't happen. So let's talk about the different types of thoughts that we have. Um, do all of our thoughts have a direct impact on our life? No, not really. It's, it doesn't necessarily work like that. There are two general classes of human thoughts. The first class is called dominant thoughts. These are the thoughts that have far-reaching consequences in our lives. Non-dominant thoughts is the second class of thoughts. And these do not have a large impact on our lives because these thoughts are minor and superficial and they simply come and go in and out of our head very quickly generally. Our focus is dominant thoughts. Our focus is on dominant thoughts because these are the thoughts that are always with us. Even in one's sleep, these thoughts permeate our being. These thoughts are capable of invoking the law of attraction repeatedly through the course of our lives. These are the thoughts that never leave us. And I'm sure if you really think about some of your own dominant thoughts, listening to that definition, you could probably see the difference. There's the non-dominant thoughts and then there's the dominant thoughts. So the non-dominant thoughts are the thoughts that simply come and go in and out of our head very quickly. They don't really, we don't really obsess about them. We're not really thinking too much about them. And then there's the dominant thoughts that really take over. They're, they're just with us all the time. We wake up thinking about them. You know, we wake up having them. We go to bed having them. And, and even if we're trying to ignore them and having conversations and doing lots of different things with our lives, those thoughts are kind of always there. So another example is somebody who's really afraid of getting cancer. You know, this is a big fear for a lot of people and very often fears are dominant thoughts. Very often the fears that we have are dominant. Uh, and again, it's human nature to, to have fears. That's what keeps us safe. That's what keeps us alive out of dangerous situations. I mean, it's natural to have fears. It's just are these fears dominate, dominating thoughts or non-dominating thoughts is the question. Uh, so if somebody's fearing cancer, for example, because maybe they know a lot of people in their own life that is, that maybe have died from cancer or maybe they've even taken care of somebody with cancer or maybe a parent or, or a sibling or a, a loved one or a close friend has died of cancer and they, they watch them go through this whole process of dying and that can be very, very, very traumatic for people obviously. And so they themselves now fear getting cancer because they don't want to go through what they saw a loved one go through. And they know how horrifying it could be or horrible or painful or 
miserable and they don't want to experience that. So those become dominant thoughts. And I use cancer as an example because I work with people all the time who are very frightened of getting cancer. They're very frightened of uh, going down that road. I mean, look at how many women nowadays are living in fear about having testing positive for certain quote unquote cancer genes and are actually convinced or you know where it's recommended to them to prophylactically remove body parts so that they don't get that particular cancer uh, uh, obviously everyone knows Angelina Jolie had a double mastectomy out of choice because she saw her own mother die of cancer and as you might imagine that's a huge that becomes a very traumatic event in someone's life and it becomes a dominant thought because they know somebody who died of cancer and they that was the most important person perhaps in her life to her so you can just imagine the trauma that that instilled in her to leave her closest friend or the person she loved the most and to watch that person suffer and die um, that's going to leave a traumatic dominant thought in that person's mind so they will do everything they possibly can to prevent that from happening themselves especially when that they themselves now have children and they don't want their own children to have to suffer and be traumatized by watching their parent die so it's very understandable how people make decisions based on fear and dominant thoughts it's very understandable it doesn't mean that there aren't other options it just means that that was that those are the options they feel they need to choose so she prophylactically had a double mastectomy and many women do this all the time now they also will remove their uterus have a full hysterectomy because somebody in their family also had you know maybe uterine cancer or ovarian cancer cervical cancer so that's an example of dominant thoughts so what I mean is somebody who has permeating fears every day of something happening to them that may have already happened to somebody they love that they're very fearful of and those thoughts permeate their being it's like they wake up thinking about them and they go to bed thinking about them enough so that they're willing to make a huge decision where they actually cut off body parts or take out organs those are dominant thoughts now let's see how this ties into the law of attraction your thoughts have a frequency and everything emits a frequency so it's hard to imagine that our own thoughts have a frequency like an electromagnetic wave but they do because we're we have electricity and energy going through our bodies 24 7 so our thoughts actually do have a frequency and it's important that our that our thoughts emit a frequency that will attract the things we want as opposed to attracting the things we don't want simple thoughts will begin to attract real things However, if there is a resistance to the idea that you can attract the things that you want in your life, the effect of the law of attraction will be dampened. So let's talk about the levels of consciousness. There are three levels of consciousness and all three must believe in the primary law of attraction principles so that there will be no resistance to the idea that you can manifest the things that you want. There's the id, 
the ego and the superego. Those are the three levels of consciousness. And if you've studied uh, psychology or physiology or many, many of the fields of sciences, you'll understand there's the id, the ego, and the superego. Those are the three levels of consciousness. All three levels of these consciousnesses, they have to all believe in the primary principles of the law of attraction so that there is no resistance to the idea that we can all manifest the things that we want because your thoughts are now shaping your reality. So th thoughts to reality, remind yourself every so often of this so that the resistance to the law of attraction will be broken. See, because within a lot of people, there's a lot of resistance to this way of thinking, especially at first. Like you might listen to the certain principles of the law of attraction and go, well, that makes perfect sense. I, you know what, it's very logical, I get it, I understand, you know. I can think about times in my life where I created what I wanted and I made things happen for myself, but I can think a lot about a lot more times in my life where I wasn't able to do that, where I didn't create what I wanted, where I wasn't ma ma able to make things happen for myself. Why would I be broke right now if I, if it really worked? Because I think about money all the time and I think about where, what I want to do all the time and that's not changing anything. So that's why it's very important to understand that all three levels of our consciousness need to be aligned to the law of attraction principles and really believe that this is possible. I mean, fully believe. So you need to believe in the primary principles of the law of attraction so that all other forms of thinking and rationality become secondary to the law of attraction. Forms of thought that only limit your ability to manifest things in reality should be discarded. Because, because these so-called rational thoughts are actually the culprits to your success. So let's give an example. You could never buy that car. You're not making enough money right now. I mean, you can't afford that, right? That's, that's an example of limiting or maybe even rational thoughts. Like you can't get into a car payment you can't afford. That would make no sense. Okay, we've all heard that or experienced that. That, that would be an example of a culprit to our own success with forms of thought. And as kids, we've been taught that the world doesn't answer to us. We answer to the world. So it is different when we want to invoke the law of attraction. We don't answer to the world. We are not bound to this type of thinking. We have to really retrain ourselves to believe in things very differently than what we've been taught. I always say it's very often easier to learn something for the first time than to unlearn it and relearn it a different way. I'm sure most, most anyone listening to this could attest to that fact. It's, it's, it's really easier to learn something for the first time because you have an open mind, you've never really learned it, it's brand new, you're willing to accept new ideas about it and understand it. And However, if you've already learned something and somebody's telling you there's a whole other way to look at that, there's a whole other way to learn it, it's much more difficult for you to believe that maybe and also to tap into it and accept it. So we use the resources of the world that we can to, to achieve what we want in life. We attract what already exists in the real world so that we can satisfy our desires. At the very core of the universe is the force of action and the force of attraction that is capable of attracting parallels or like things. Like, for example, again, positive thoughts will attract positive things.
Negative thoughts will attract negative things. These are the law of attraction principles. Oppos not the opposites attract isn't what applies here. Positive attracts positive, negative attracts negative. That's why we have to be very conscientious of our thinking and thoughts today because they're going to be creating our right reality for tomorrow and we're going to be living with the consequences of those thoughts. Have you ever underestimated the power of your thoughts? I'm, I think we've all been guilty of that, right? Because w again, when you're not conscientious of how powerful your thoughts are to create your reality for tomorrow, you're, you have all sorts of thoughts. So if you've ever underestimated the power of your thoughts, you're probably missing out on 90% of what you could potentially achieve in life. Why? Because your mind is not emitting the proper signals at the right frequency to attract what you want. So if your mind is always caught up in the worry and the fear and the negative self-talk and the tearing ourselves down, even just looking in the mirror, many people look in the mirror and just don't like what they see. They feel disgusted at what their body looks like or face or hair or skin or just a million examples and those those thoughts those negative thoughts are what will permeate through your day and they believe it or not they actually keep creating more of the same in your life for you as opposed to looking in the mirror and saying I can't believe how beautiful I am and how healthy I am and strong I am and lucky I am that I have my legs and arms and eyes and ears and I can eat and smell and feel and breathe I'm I mean there's such there's all different ways to look at how we look at ourselves in the mirror and then when we do look in the mirror going even if it's not where we want to be all we do is we focus on ex on loving that what we see in that moment and and then creating in our thoughts what we really want for ourselves and visualizing and imagining and feeling what it would feel like to look completely different like what we really know we're capable of maybe looking like. Our skin looks better, our body looks better, maybe we've lost weight, maybe we've gotten stronger, built more muscle, maybe we feel have more energy, you know, on and on. So when our mind is emitting the signals at the right frequency, we will attract what we want. So use that as an example. When we look in the mirror, and if our mind is emitting the frequency of, I'm so beautiful, I'm so perfect in every way, I know I'm going to feel even stronger tomorrow, just imagine what that will start attracting, what those thoughts will attract, as opposed to, I'm disgusting, I hate the way I look, I'm so overweight, I'm so flabby, whatever. Just imagine how much more that creates and attracts, right? We, we, we can, we've all experienced the, this way of thinking. I know everybody listening can relate, even if it's not when you look in the mirror, it's other aspects of your life. So we can all relate to what it feels like to beat up on ourselves or beat up on a situation, as opposed to loving and honoring it to allow the universe to bring us more of what we want and deserve. So how is this specific frequency attained? Well, it's actually quite simple. We use our imagination. We create the right thoughts and focus on these thoughts frequently 
as you create and focus on these new thoughts, a new pattern of thoughts begins to develop. So I'll say that again, because this is really important. When we create the right thoughts and focus on these thoughts frequently, as we create and focus on these new thoughts, a new pattern of thoughts will develop in our mind. We're building a muscle, we're building a new muscle, a new way of thinking. So if you imagine having a new BMW, for example, and you focus on your energies and thoughts on this one thought, you will be sending out a complete signal to the universe that you want a BMW. Now, it doesn't mean one's gonna show up in your driveway tomorrow, obviously, but what you're doing is you're putting it out there that this is something you really want and desire. And the more energy and frequency you put out there saying this, the more you're going to work and the universe will work with you to make this happen. So when a person projects a thought that attracts, that attracts, the thoughts are not lost once they are sent out. On the contrary, your thoughts form an invisible path to you so that the thoughts and the things that they attract can find a way back to you. Does that make sense? So our thoughts don't disappear when we think them. They're really creating an invisible path right back to you so that the thoughts and the things that they attract can find a way to you. So think of yourself as a transmitter dish. You are capable of sending and receiving signals. You generate the signals with the right frequency and these signals will find a way back to you. Unlike signals that are created with man-made instruments, signals emanating from your mind have no limit. Your dominant thoughts reach beyond your city or country. With your thoughts, you are capable to communicate directly with the universe and all that is within it. Now, how many of us have heard stories of people achieving things beyond their wildest dreams? But, uh, and then how many of us have, have heard stories of people going, I can't believe I'm standing here right now accepting this award. I imagine this would happen two years ago when I was at home watching this award ceremony. I dreamed of this moment for myself. And next thing you know, two years later, they're actually on the stage accepting that very award. Now, these things don't happen by happenstance. These things don't happen to people or for people because of some mysterious reason. These are people that are consciously creating things for themselves to manifest because of the way of thinking and the way of, of doing that they're living their lives. So with these, these thoughts, you are reshaping your destiny and the final outcome of all your hard work. The law of attraction is much more powerful than any methods or techniques for getting wealthy, etc. The law of attraction actually redefines the horizon so that the second step determination can be carried out effortlessly. There would be nothing to achieve and nothing to attain if there wasn't determination behind it. Determination is the accompanying energy to your thinking. And that's what I mean is 
we don't we can't just think things and magically hope they appear because we're putting out those frequencies into the world and those thoughts into the world I mean on this frequency and just assuming all these things will just happen to fall in our lap there has to be determination attached to our thinking to create what it is we want there has to be otherwise this doesn't work that's why there's steps in understanding and perfecting the law of attraction principles for your own life and they're called principles for a reason they are they're steps you have to take so that these things can happen for you so many people choose not to follow through with the process of determination which is why manifesting wealth and health for example for themselves becomes impossible because you can't just think your way to things you have to have that determination attached to the thinking even the law of gravity requires determination before it can do something for you I mean before it can pull a pen to the ground you must first consciously drop it to the ground there's a required action you have to take this invisible force can act upon our own actions no I mean I mean do you see the required actions that need to take place before this invisible force can work so the same principle applies to the law of attraction there's many errors that people happen to repeat and actually love to repeat and here's one of the biggest errors of all it's when somebody doesn't really know what they want in life and I want to pause on that for a second because this is this is probably the most major reason people don't get what they want in their lives they don't attract what they want they don't achieve what they want it's because they don't even really know what they want they're not even sure they think they know maybe sometimes but they're not they're not obsessively focused on what they want and what they want changes all the time and what they want is dependent on many many things and what they want isn't followed through with determination see so most people don't really know what they want so if you look around your own life right now and you think about the things that you haven't achieved or accomplished or whatever it is just ask yourself how clear have you really been about what you want see most people are very clear about what they don't want and just again look at your own life or look at your you know your own self as an example of that I work with people all the time who are very clear on what they don't want because they're telling me about all the things that have gone wrong as opposed to all the things that have gone right because most of us don't see all the things that go right for us all day long we really only see the few things that might not go the way we want them to so that's what we see very clearly but we very often don't see clearly at all 
all the things that have lined up perfectly for us and that are going completely right. So when people know exactly what they don't want and they think about what they don't want 24 hours a day, guess what the law of attraction principles will say and, and give you back. If like attracts like, think about, think about that. If you keep thinking about what you don't want over and over and over and over and you wake up thinking about it and you go, go to bed thinking about it, and we can put fears into this category too because most people are very clear about all their fears. Again, things they don't want to happen. So what does that bring from the law of attraction standpoint? It just brings more fears. If you keep thinking about fears, you're just gonna keep thinking about more fears. And if you keep thinking about all the things you don't want, you're just gonna keep getting more of what you don't want. So many people don't wanna be poor. And so many of these people are plagued with thoughts that center on bankruptcy and endless poverty and not being able to afford things and not being able to ever, you know, change their financial circumstances. And that's where their thoughts are focused on. So there is an endless fear, anxiety, and resentment in their lives very often because it's not playing out perfectly the way they would hope. This goes back to um, something interesting is like when people win the lottery, I'm sure you've probably read or heard stories of people who win the lottery and all of a sudden they go from literally being broke, working 68 hours a week, 60 to 80 hours a week, to now being millionaires overnight and they literally don't know what to do. And the reason that happens is because they've never really thought clearly about what they want. They've never really mapped out how they would handle all this money. They've never prepared for it. They've never even allowed themselves to really think about it. Because if they had, they would know exactly how to put it to use for them instead of just buying depreciating assets or giving it all away or just they would invest it and they would learn how to create more money with that money and they would do things that people who do have money know what to do. They know how to do, they know how to make more money with their money as opposed to just throwing their money down the drain. When people get excited, they came into all this money and at, they, there's something, there's a statistic, I'm not exact on it, but something like 90% of all lottery winners go completely broke within a few years. They literally lose all their money within a few years. And again, this is a law of attraction thing. A, they don't believe they ever fully deserved it is one, one option. B, they never knew what to do with it because they never even planned for it or thought about it or dreamed about it. And their energy frequency just wasn't lined up with getting more money. So that's why it disappeared. And that is the way it works in life. If you, if you think of the people who have attain vast wealth for themselves or think about stories, maybe books, maybe people you know. And then think about how they handle their money. I, you know, I personally grew up in an area of the country where most people were pretty wealthy comparatively speaking with other parts of the world and other parts of the, even the United States. And most people had a lot of money but something interesting about the area of the country I grew up in where people had more money very often than they would ever need or knew what to do with, because people had so much money and 
very often came from a lot of money or created a lot of money for themselves, there wasn't this urgent urgency to show it off or be real flashy about it. In fact, I remember growing up and you could never tell who had more money or less money because the people who had more money, they never showed it off. It was very understated. People were pretty humble. Um, it really wasn't, al it was al almost like it wasn't a big deal because these are people that knew how to handle money and knew what to do with it or knew how to enjoy it without being ostentatious or flashy. And maybe there, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying it's very interesting that when people grow up with certain things, they don't need to, they don't feel a sense that they have to show it off so much. We're in, we're in a day and age now where people acquire things and feel like they need to show it off because somehow that makes them better or feel more important or feel more accepted or idolized or people will be envious or jealous of them. I mean, there's a lot of that going on, especially with social media, and everybody knows, you know, we've all seen even the, you know, the news shows, they all, they all, you know, people who have a lot of money get a lot of attention very often just because they have more money, no matter what they did to get it or how they created it for themselves. That's not necessarily what, what we're talking about, the law of attraction, though. The law of attraction is focused on getting and creating what you want and desire and need and dream of and doing it in very specific ways and when you start seeing these principles put into action for yourself and they unfold I'm telling you you get very excited because you just see wow it is possible and the more the more you create things for yourself the more exciting it gets so thinking about what you want and thinking about what you don't want in life are two very different things some people will say, if you don't know what you don't want, if you know what you don't want, you automatically know what you want, right? But no, that's not the case. It's easy to know what you don't want. It's actually often more difficult for people to even know what they want because they've been so accustomed to thinking about what they don't want. And they're so used to it. It's like a really strong muscle that they've built up really, really big in their, in their mind and it just gets activated effortlessly what they, what they don't want. I don't want this, I don't want that, I don't like this, I don't like that, I'm very afraid of this, I'm very afraid of that, what if this happens, what if that happens? So all their energy all day long is focused on that as a, and, 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 and also the things that are not going in the right direction for them that day. Like they're late, somebody got sick, you know, the check didn't come on time, all sorts of things. So that just creates more of that happening as opposed to really just staying focused on what you want all day long and creating those thoughts and those thoughts start building more pathways and it's like you're building a bigger highway in your mind the more you plant you you build one road that says this is what I want and you keep focusing on that and that road divides off into another road and then in another road and then to another road and it's like that highway and that infrastructure just grows and grows and grows because what you want keeps happening more and more and more for yourself. So I'm gonna leave it here for today. And I just wanna leave you with remembering our thoughts are creating our reality for tomorrow. So take your thoughts seriously, consciously choose them carefully and focus your energy and your thoughts today on what you do want for tomorrow, not what you don't want, but what you do want. 
And I look forward to tomorrow's episode with more on the law of attraction principles. And thank you for joining me. It's been my pleasure and honor to be able to share this information with you. We would love if you could subscribe where you would get one podcast delivered daily to you via email. It's a way of supporting what we do and allowing us to bring this information to you. And also, feel free to go to thebodyreset.com and reach out with any questions. And I look forward to uh, joining you tomorrow on another episode of The Elevated Life. Have a beautiful day.